Welcome to We Are the Strange. Uh, this is a podcast where I talk uh, talk to strange people like myself. I have to say it like that because people keep getting offended. Um, I'm your host, Chris. Uh, no last name. I'm a comedian. I am a musician. I am a, uh, I don't know, potential criminal. <laughs> He's looking at me like that. Uh, this is a... Uh, my guest today is uh, my buddy from the last uh, or very first uh, episode, Tony. Hi, everybody. Yeah, uh, as always, his <laughs> his entrance is riveting. Uh, today's episode is a little weird. I-, I wanted to talk about something that I actually rarely talk about with people. I always give people like bits and pieces, but I never really talk about it. Uh, this episode is about my uh, divorce and my beginnings in stand-up because they are very much linked. Um, which I know sounds like, uh, I don't know, like the most original backstory ever, right? No one's ever <laughs> gotten divorced and started doing stand-up. Have you ever heard that before? No, I, I generally just assume people start doing stand-up and then their significant other says, we can't, like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I, I assume that's how it works. No, it's, it actually, it's very common for uh, dudes to get divorced and then... I think there's actually even a show about it. I'm pretty sure, though, the underlying issue of why they get divorced is because there is a desire to do stand-up. Change my mind. Well, that's not how it was for me. That's not how it was for me. Uh, And Before I I get started, I want to just preface this whole podcast by saying that this is not some kind of weird, sob story moment. Like, uh, talk about my divorce doesn't make me sad at all. This is more like, you know in the movies when the villain has the hero tied up? And then he's like, hey, while well, I got here, I'm just going to talk about my backstory for an hour. Monologue. Yeah. But Captive the, monologue. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is like that. This is more like that, except you, you can talk. I don't have duct tape on your mouth. And it's so self-imposed. It is self-imposed. Yeah. You came here. I told you what the podcast was going to be about, and you came. So, And I really appreciate that, because you've known uh, both of us the, like the entirety of uh, our whole dating and then marriage. Yeah. I mean, and an eventual separation, right? Yeah. Look, look at how I'm dressed. I'm asking for this conversation. Yeah. He's wearing a shirt that says, I'm dead inside with its got colorful dolphins who look pretty happy. It's a very, I think the humor there is the juxtaposition of the happy dolphins to the phrase, I'm dead inside. No, I, I think, yeah. I, I, is, is it, that, is did it I nail that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like it's okay to be dead inside as long as you're okay with that right like, um, it's absolutely. easier just absolutely. you know absolutely uh tony's actually really good at convincing people to do things in 2017 i was uh i was seeing this girl right uh i didn't know what to do with my life really um i was in like a dead-end job i was making dick i was making zero zero dollars it was it was garbage uh and it was miserable and then tony was like hey uh, i'm gonna take advantage of you and your misery and make you join the military <laughs> So, so I, I'm just going to throw this out here. Nobody is made to do anything, especially joining the military. But most people join the military because they have nothing else going for them in their life. Right. They're like, oh, I'm in poverty. And let me take a peek down the road. Oh, look, 30 more years of poverty. <laughs> <laughs> How, yes. like, and, the, and then they start looking for a detour. And, the, and the, like, there's like a big, big neon sign that says D.O.D., you and know? that's that's 100% uh, how it was for me. I was like, looking ahead, I was like, it's going to be a lot of sleeping on mattresses with no sheets. Uh, so I wanted uh, I wanted to change my life somehow. And you were, a lot of people didn't think that I could do it, honestly. A lot of people were like, I don't think that he's going to make it in the military. You were the only one who convinced me, like, absolutely, you can do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. I have known some extraordinarily dumb people in the military. <laughs> like, And I don't I don't mean like... 
you know, they're, they're dumb in like a conventional sense. Like, they're, oh, they, you know, he's really book smart. He just doesn't have any street. No, they have no smarts, no street smarts, no book yeah. smarts. No, they're 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 unattractive physically what and in terms of their personality. You don't they just have, have nothing a, going for them. You don't they, have to be a certain good good no, looking to get no, no, into my, the army. My point is that <laughs> if you're good looking, at least that you have like some way of of maybe moving forward with your life. You know, but like people might just look at you and assume you have things together because you're attractive. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I've got that's helped me out immensely. I hate, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. But I do listen to you sometimes, and that was one of the times I listened to you. So I did try to join the military. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't make it in uh, because they caught me stealing. No, I. Uh, <laughs> That's not why. No, it was uh, the, kidney because, stones. Yeah, kidney stones. Uh, apparently, uh, I did not know this, but they don't let you in if you have kidney stones. So I went through MEPS, which is the medical uh, processing. Entry processing. Right. I went through it twice. Uh, they cleared me of pretty much everything except for this little blip in my medical record where I had kidney stones in like 2015. And I, I guess you're supposed to get those. You're supposed to go back, and then the doctor's supposed to X-ray you, and then clear you of those. But never did because I'll tell you what, I passed them and I was like, they're gone. And I know that I passed them because that's not something that you don't notice. <laughs> you know, I, I it's pure agony. It'd be weird to not notice, right? Yes. And to be fair, though you knew those kidney stones were not there, right? And I knew that because, you know, we went through that together. Right. <laughs> I felt your pain. Right. Because you told me about it. Right, I did, yeah. And uh, everyone came screaming. Yes. It was around, so yeah. Um, unfortunately. I, I did offer to, to pay for an MRI so you could get a clean bill of health. You did. Well, I uh, I went to the doctor after that because I was like, fine, I'll just prove that I had it. So yes. after that MEPS, I had to go go to the doctor and then x-ray them. I was like, I passed those two kidney stones. I know they're gone. And then they gave me an x-ray and they were like, well, there's two more. I don't like Oh, fuck. But I, honestly, I didn't see anything in the x-ray itself. I was like, he's like, I kind of see like two things there, but it's probably nothing. And then I went to the doctor in the military and uh, he was like, no, I see two things there. You can't. And I was like, he's like pretty much until you prove that these kidney stones are in not in your body anymore, you cannot come back, which is dumb because I went through the whole process of signing everything up. And what's really more, more embarrassing is I had a ship out date, right? They gave me one because I was on schedule to leave in like November or something like that. And so I had to post it on Facebook because I was like, listen, I, I, all my stuff is like, you're not going to see me after November because I'm leaving. I'm already signing a bunch of stuff and I just got to get through this medical processing. And then right at the end, I was like, uh, they were like, no. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, I would have killed myself. It was brutal. I, I put it, <laughs> I, I was done at work. Like I was done. I already put in my two weeks. I was like, I was on my way out. So it looks like I chickened out. You definitely landed on your feet though. I will give you that. Like, yeah, well, we'll you're get. Not, you're not homeless. No, I'm not homeless at all. You. Honestly, things that are working out way better, uh, <laughs> uh, considering. But uh, a lot of people think that I flunked out or something or chicken out or something like that. But that's that's not true, right? I I, I don't think that is true. Yeah, no, I mean, that was true. I, I I I'm I'm pretty intimately familiar with the process, and I can personally vouch that Chris had kidney stones. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I have. Uh, because there was all that talk uh, on Facebook for a little bit on... Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> well, we'll get well, the, into the that. People, the people who never even tried to join up are, are, are looking down on you and saying, oh, look at, look at the coward. You know, you know, at least you actually went there and, like, talked to a recruiter, which is more than half those people that talk shit will ever do. Right. You know? Right. So that that was kind of brutal when I when I... Ended up having to uh, come back, but uh, so that happened. But then I, so I didn't get into the military. And then like uh, I don't know, about like three weeks after that, my wife ended up leaving me. 
uh, it, was, uh, it was interesting uh, timing. And before I even get into this, I, I want to ask, just for the record, have I ever tried to convince you that she was a bad person or that to not be friends with her? Me? Yeah. No. No. It's not really my M.O., right? Um, no. You generally, in my experience, again, like, I, I didn't know you in high school, as you love to tell people. That yeah, was by no, your choice. No, I, I love to tell people how I did not like you in high school. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't really know you that well in high school, but as, as long as I have known you, you've never um, been, you know, somebody to be like, after a relationship ends, you go out and, you know, try and drag the other person or besmirch their good name. Right. And this or their is, terrible name. And this is, yeah, even if they're not not so great, I, I try to avoid as much possible, especially the, since, like, having getting a divorce and then, like, talking shit about your ex-wife is really cliche, and it seems really juvenile. Uh, so I really wanted to avoid it. And honestly, in my personal uh, opinion, I, I feel like sometimes things just don't work out, and that's normal and part of life, and really, we're, we're adults. You're too much of a hipster, and you don't want to be basic like that. Right. <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> that was a uh, compliment wrapped in an insult, and, and I really respect that. Uh, <laughs> that being said, so this is not going to be like a huge bass session. I don't want anyone to think that. Uh, that being said, I did not talk a lot of shit or any shit about her and try to convince people to hate her did she offer me the same courtesy uh i i'm not aware of of you know i've i've heard secondhand that you know there, there were things that i don't really don't pay any attention to gossip the gossip mongering because, as you shouldn't as you because should. the reality is you know somebody saying oh somebody said such and such you know well, well i really don't number one i don't care i'm right. a sociopath i don't care i don't care at all they could look at me right in my face and tell me they hate my guts and they think I'm a piece of shit. And I'm right. going to say, well, you might have a point, <laughs> you know, like, okay. like uh, to me, to me, I, I don't, I don't care. You know, if I haven't heard anything directly, right. Is, is I guess what I'm getting at. Well, for sure. You've never seen me. Um, I mean, from, from either side. Yeah. I haven't heard anything directly from either side to like, you know. Well, um, unfortunately I had been getting a lot of screenshots of her Facebook stuff. Well, stop it! Stop uh, no, I told them. I told them to stop after. After like immediately, I was like, because I'm not the kind of person to like uh, stalk an ex after uh, uh, after after something goes wrong. Plus, I mean, to be completely honest, it, it would have been too painful to go on her Facebook and see what she was doing. You know, it was. Uh, it, it, what if I saw her with another person or something like that? Like that whole ordeal was like really, really not great for me. Yeah, you, you, used, you used to be much more of a. Uh, sociopath in terms of like like you had this emotional impenetrable barrier of like just just totally inflappable nothing like got to you nothing like you were you know you had this thick outer shell yeah nothing could permeate that was yeah in my younger days yeah i was uh and now you're uh, just a big fucking dandy i like uh i like when people are nice and have emotions (laughs) but before yeah i was uh but that was uh, that was mostly a uh self-defense we had a freaky friday thing go on we did because i you were we 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 kind of switched roles on that i was very much like you know love isn't real just drink my lord and (laughs) fight your dad fight your dad it doesn't matter and then you were like no man you know love is exists love is a great many splendid thing and now I'm like, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't like, I didn't like living like that. It was, it was, it sucked. It sucked. That's why I don't want you to be like that. I still, even after my divorce, I still believe in uh, marriage and love and all that stuff. I totally do. hundred percent. Well, you know, that's, that's a thing. 
<laughs> you're about to say something super insulting. No, no. I just, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm i a cliche. I have no problem. I'm not a hipster. I can totally just say, like, Why do you, you keep know. accusing me of being a hipster? <laughs> I am going to beat you up. I didn't actually accuse you. That was you narking on yourself. That's no, you said already. You called me hipster, like, two or three times that already. Earlier. That was earlier. That was earlier, <laughs> like, five minutes earlier. Um, in any case, yeah, I kept, I kept seeing, like, all these crazy posts about stuff like that, uh, including one where uh, she, oh God, this was so weird. She told people that it kicked her out, which was like the weirdest thing ever, because that's not how it happened at all. Uh, I just want to clear that up. I didn't like look at my wife and was like, hey, you need to get the fuck out. Well, <laughs> you know? no, so I do recall that and, and my, my recollection. Oh, so you do. So you did remember. No, I remember that. But I, I didn't consider that to be a, a shit talking type of situation to me, honestly. Yeah. What do you think that was? I, I, no, I don't think it was shit talking. No, I thought that was crazy. My, my, my assessment is that there was a severe miscommunication going on. Whereas, you know, you, like, and, and, and again, you, your intention and how it was received were totally different because I think you intended to basically say, you know, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, like, you don't have to stay here, you know, like, if you're not happy here, you should leave, right? And then, which is you trying to be like, hey, I want you to be fulfilled as a person, and right. if you're not being fulfilled here, you should go be fulfilled somewhere else, right. because so I'm I, holding you back. I would never fault right. someone for wanting to be happy or doing things that want to make them happy, even if it means leaving me. That's ridiculous. That's selfish. Yes. Yes. That's insanely selfish. And I agree with you. But what she heard was, get out. <laughs> <laughs> right, so so I'm not saying either of you are wrong. I'm not saying either of you are wrong. It's just that your yeah, I know, I know your, your your communication as intended was not as received, right? Right. Neither of you are right or wrong unless you you know unless you have like a verbatim transcript or recording of the actual conversation. We it was it was kind of bad to the point we were fighting a lot, but the fights we got into we got in like five fights total, um, and I will admit that three three out of those five fights. Uh, yeah, and the whole time we were together, we that's, got the five fights. That's not all. Uh, you can count on your hand. I know, but she made it seem like it was like crazy. But I will, I will say that uh, out of the fights, three out of the times, I was, I was out of line. Um, not, not like I did like, or anything like that. But I did raise my voice. Well, and even if she was uh, yelling at me first, I, I feel like if I raise my voice, no matter what, I'm automatically wrong. It doesn't matter how right I was. That's that's already to a point where it was bad. Um, and it should never get to that. It should never get to that. So I, I will admit that. Three out of those five times, yeah, I did, I did, I was out of line. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the reality is that I, I agree with you, you know, personally that, like, I consider yelling to yeah. be, like, a, a, a personal failure. Right, I've absolutely. lost control yeah. of my I've lost my control emotions. of my emotions, and I'm now, no matter, no matter how right I am, That's, I'm wrong. That said, you know, if somebody's screaming at you and you scream back, you know what I mean? Like, like, you're only human. You're not a robot. You're not perfect. And people, human beings, lose their temper Right, and that doesn't disqualify everything you're saying. Right, fair, but we know better. No, no, no <laughs> that's my point. Like, it's not a we know better. It's it's your point is is either valid or invalid on its merits. Right. The fact that you yelled, right, does not necessarily mean you were in the wrong. You were wrong to yell. Absolutely. But but, if, but whatever the conversation was, it, it exists independent of you know whether you yell or not. Right, because you might be totally justified in yelling. Right, I know, but it's hard to like, like I'm representing my argument terribly now. So yes. now I forfeit it. Mm. I honestly, that's what I believe. Like no matter what, yeah. now it's like, well, I, I fucked up, so I, I forfeit my argument. It doesn't matter. But we were, we only had five fights. But uh, towards the end of it, like she was. Oh, man, it, Can it I was, interject real quick? Yeah. I have five fights before like 
9.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's why I thought it was uh, a little bit, like, I feel like a lot of people fight way more than that. So fight fights really didn't seem like a whole big deal to me. To be Everybody has different but, thresholds. You know, everyone has different thresholds, and that wasn't the underlying problem anyway. So, obviously, because no one would buckle under five fights anyway. There must have been something going on. But it, there was, uh, she was just like a, she was like a snapping on me for, uh, for like weird little things. And, uh, and it was hard to talk to her and I noticed like a distance thing, whatever. So I had, uh, I didn't want her to feel like I was attacking her. So I ended up writing her a letter, you know, saying like, Hey, I know something's going on, you know, uh, you, you haven't been really, uh, present, you know, and, and she stopped like sleeping in the bed. She like started sleeping upstairs and stuff like that. So I wrote her a letter, um, about that. And I was like, we should probably talk, you know and uh, work this out or something like that, right? I don't remember it verbatim because I, I wrote it and then I gave it to her. I left it on the table. No, I mean, the, the reality is, 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 and this is where I have a very um, unconventional perspective. I feel like everybody is emotionally abusive to everybody. Really? Yeah, like, I, I, I honestly, I feel like... If you keep talking like that, I'm going to abuse you. Is that what I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's probably my fault. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I honestly, though, like, like... Legitimately, I, I feel like like people, you know, it, it's really difficult. Dynamics are, are basically impossible, you know, because it's just it's it's human nature to take people for granted. And the closer they are to you, right, the more regularly you see them, you the more you take them for granted. And it's it, it's like a constant effort. It's a constant battle to be appreciative to the people who are close to you. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, you have to be uh, like 100 percent aware of it 100 percent of the time. And nobody can do that. Nobody's perfect. So you're going to take people for granted. Right. Like, like you're gonna, you're gonna either like push stuff down, right. You're going to be passive and let stuff slide. And then it's going to build up resentments. I, I honestly believe like people are like 99% comprised of like, you know, resentment and insecurity. Like that is what makes a, a human being. And then like 1%, you know, is like self, you know, uh, preservation. Right. You know, like, I, I feel like, you know, Every, every tiny slight trauma throughout your life, you know, affects every other consequence in your life. And, and, and the reality is what, it doesn't seem like a big deal to you that, you know, you had five fights. But, I, I mean, and, and, and that doesn't, I don't know if that says something about me and you, but, but it does say, like, there are people who have a very, very, very low threshold for conflict. They can't, my parents, you know like are, are very much, you know, the same, same way. My, my dad, when I, when I was like 17 or 16, he, he kicked us, all of his kids out of the house. We went to go move with, in with my mom because he, you know, he was like, I cannot deal with this fighting. I just want peace. I want stability. I want serenity. I cannot deal with all of this conflict. Right. And, and certain people have no tolerance for conflict. And I have like an, a complete, like, you know, I have a, a, a an infinite tolerance for well, yeah, you were in Iraq. <laughs> no, no, I was in Afghanistan. But oh, Afghanistan. Yeah. Wait, they're not the same place. No. Can you show me on a map? I can. <laughs> After this, <laughs> one is no, and I, I totally agree with that. D- different people have different temperaments, uh, you know, which is probably something you should know before you get married. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty. They're, they're, yeah, I have a couple. Like my parents, between the two of them, married uh, five, six times. Yeah, six times, seven. One of those six or seven times, my parents. That's a lot. Yeah, and I'm you looking know, to keep it under four. Um, <laughs> the one takeaway I say for next time, you know, live with somebody for at least a year before yeah. you marry them. Uh, 
that's that's a good piece of advice. Or just don't get married ever. Because I'm gonna be a little bit less. Uh, running in guns blazing with marriage this time around. Uh, but I still believe in it, and that's fine. So she, I didn't kick her out. That was one of the things that uh, she was telling people is that I kicked her out. But, uh, well, what she if, thought you kicked her out. Well, it's weird because she lived with me for almost a month after she told me she was going to leave. So it was kind of like... No, well, she thought uh, you basically evicted her. No, that's not what happened. Uh, and, she, and, she, and she was there for forever. After, and I told her, her. I, gave, I gave her, it was like, she, it was her idea to leave and I was like, oh, in my head I was like, thank fucking God. But I didn't, I didn't suggest it. Honestly, if she wanted to stay, I would have moved out. You know, it was never been a thing where I've kicked her out and, and left her out. You know, how, how would you do that to someone who you were going to spend your life with someone. No, I would do it being certified male. That was, <laughs> that was a hypothetical. Uh, but no, so that's, that's kind of where we started because the first time I did stand up was just as a, as a dare. Yeah. Right. Because our friend Emma, Hey Emma, you fucking jerk. I, uh, she dared us to do stand up. She was like, we wanted to convince her to do it cause she had done it in a while. She did it previously and she hated the whole experience. And so we're like, listen, if you do it again, we'll do it again. Oh, I, I think she actually liked the experience. I think she just had, a, like, a bad couple of sets. Yeah, I feel like I was getting pretty close to convincing her to do it again. Uh, but then I haven't seen her in a while. But in any case, uh, so on a dare, we decided to do stand-up that one. I was still with uh, my ex at the time. Um, and then we both had a good time, right? Yeah, that's all right. I had a really good time. I like talking about um, myself, especially. But that was going to be the end of it, basically, for me, because I, I, I wanted to do it once. It was like a bucket list thing. And then the dare pushed me over the limit, and then it was done. But then, so my wife told me she was going to leave me, and she was going to be there for like, I don't, I don't know, it ended up being like almost a month. But like, it was kind of brutal going back home every day and seeing your wife who's like in the process of leaving you. So I needed something to do i couldn't just be home with her did you try math uh that was the first thing i tried okay <laughs> i'm surprised usually that works yeah i tried math uh, that, that wasn't uh working out it was pretty close so i ended up doing stand-up so I, I wanted to go out all the time math might be better though. um I, I so I, I was out every night at, at mike's now and one of the people i first met talking was a was a comic that is uh <laughs> i don't want to say her name but uh she was one of the very first people to uh, reach out to me and tell me uh, mics. And actually, she helped me get through a pretty rough time. That was a pretty rough time for me. So um, so I started hanging out with her. I started hanging out with one of my, my ex again, the one of my one of my exes. And uh, I guess a lot of her friends and my friends did not like that. And I was like, what do you what do you want from me? Like, they were like, oh, she's probably like... You're not allowed like, to have her. female friends, Chris. Right, exactly. Like Everybody knows like, that. They were like, oh, he's probably like, fucking her or whatever. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, First, even how if I was, you? A... How dare you? A, even if I was, uh, how dare you tell me how to cope? Like, my wife left me. I'm sorry that well, the, I mean, the way I'm, I'm taking it and, isn't up and, to your standards. And or you kicked her out, one of the two. And I, yeah, <laughs> so... I kicked her out just to bang bitches. Uh, no, that's not what happened. Uh, but that was a li- that was the light that was painted. Um, was. So that's a uh, yeah. That's that's a uh, plus. I had a bad reputation before, and well, that's fair. I had a really were, I had a pretty bad reputation. You before. were a bit of a uh, whore. <laughs> I don't like that word. But are <laughs> uh, you right? But you got paid though. I was promiscuous. I was promiscuous. Uh, but you know the thing that's great about doing stand up now and all these people knowing me, like I have like so many new comic friends and stuff like that, is they don't know me from that time. That's true. I, they I, have no idea, which is awesome. I love it. To be honest, like I don't, I don't actually think um, 
I knew you during that time. So I don't I don't even see you like that. Like I know a lot of people from like back in the days like, oh Chris is a player, but I'm like, eh, you've been pretty much a serial monogamist right. since we've hung out. You know, uh, right? Yeah, I want to say like, what was it? Like six, six years, years ago. Years ago. Yeah, I've been yeah. trying to. I've been trying to settle down yeah. for like six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> unsuccessfully. I know. But well, I mean, I got all this I stuff out of my system. I keep offering, and you keep turning me down. Yeah. It's on you. <laughs> well, it's getting it's getting to that point. If it doesn't work out with Amber, then uh, expect a text at like three o'clock in the morning. But no, yeah. But my previous Operation Sabotage. <laughs> my previous history was not great. I, I I am not a scumbag by any means. No. However. I was. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, was. I don't even think you were a scumbag. I, I was. I was not very good. I, I, I'll admit that. But in that, unfortunately, that reputation stays with you for a really long time, no matter how hard you try to get away from it. But honestly, and truly, I, for the past six years, I've just been trying to settle down. And yeah, I'm a serial monogamist. I, I like if you go from a relationship, and it usually lasts anywhere from a year to two or three, and then right. you know. You're a monster, and yeah, then <laughs> then I change out of nowhere for some reason. You you shed your skin, and they finally <laughs> see you for who you really truly are deep down. Right, it's, it's so. Nosferatu. <laughs> yeah, then something something comes up, uh, but yeah, I know I've I've done a lot of stuff, and I've got it out of my system. I'm not like you know how dudes like they they still t- like in their forties are trying to like as long score as you don't all find the time, Jesus, and I'm like, I don't have an issue. Well, no, I'm not finding Jesus. I just I, I've done a, everything I. More pretty much wanted to do. Wow. So, and I've noticed it's your priorities change once you do everything, and it's you know because like what's more important, it's not it's not hard getting laid. What's hard is finding someone that you can that can stand you for more than a year. You know, you know what I'm saying, and that's way more important to me. I, I love being comfortable with someone. I hated dating. I hated sleeping around. I didn't hate that much. I hated, <laughs> I hated, uh, well, you know, one night stands and stuff like that. I mean, they're fun, but. I, I, there's no substance. I love, I, yeah, there's no substance. And like, once you get it out of your system and do it all the time, and once you know that you could do it all the time, there's really nothing left for you to do. You have nothing to prove to yourself. Now I'm just trying to prove that someone can tolerate me for more than a year. Chris, I'm right in front of you. <laughs> no, I, honestly, I, I absolutely get what you're saying. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, all three of them, uh, would also understand, you know, like, like, cause I, I feel like that resonates a lot with me. Um, you know, my, my issue, I feel like, for me, is, like, the potential, right? Like, like somebody meets you, and they see, like, oh, my God, this guy is so cool. He has so much potential. And then, you know, they move in with him, and they're like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like where where did that, like, fantasy I had go? Right. Like, yeah. like the reality is not as good. Yeah, it's... it's. He plays a lot of video games. I thought it was, like, <laughs> a little bit once in a while. No, thing. I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, and I, I totally get that, but it, it's a it's a weird, like kind of perspective that people have on you that's hard to shake. Yeah. So even though I've been like super monogamous for the past six years, stuff like that, people kind of still have that image of me, especially a lot of my older friends and stuff like that. So whenever I'm like, you know, and there, I do date a lot of women and I end up in relationships a lot, but it's not like I'm not trying <laughs> to make it work. No, they I act like I'm just like tired of that no, person. You, All these women have broken up with me and yeah. I wouldn't lie about I've, that. I've never that's broken not, up with somebody. That's not a fun thing to lie about. I'm not like, oh yeah, these girls, like all these girls are breaking up with me and super cool and dating other girls. I have to date other people because the people I were dating do not want to date me anymore. I, um, I th- and I, that's kind of what I was saying is like, honestly, I think a big part of that is you know, you got to keep their expectations low from, like, the beginning. You know what right. I mean? Like, you can't have the, the these super high expectations. And that, to me, like, especially with your wife, is, like, you had an idea, right? The idea was you're going to join the military. You're going to, you know, 
you're going to move out of the state, you're going to travel, you're going to go see the world, you're going to go, you know, like build a future and, and go somewhere else. And I think a lot of that is that's the fantasy. The fantasy is leaving your hometown, yeah. going out and doing, you know, big things and, and, and having a pathway to success. And, you know, like she wanted, in my opinion, this is totally based off of just an idea, right? I, don't, I can't speak for her. But right. it, what it could have been is maybe, you know, she wanted that, you know, life of, of going and having an adventure with right. you. And then when that adventure fell through and it was like, oh, wow, so our our future is just stay in Ville Park for 30 years. Right. Like, that's not an adventure I want to be a part of. Like, I wanted to, you know, go out and have this adventure with you and I don't want to stay here anymore, you know. Right. And and that's, you know, that that's a hard... Uh, hit to take because that's kind of how it is with my girlfriend. I was like, I'm going to go active duty and like, because <laughs> I'm in the reserve. So I was going to go active duty and, you know, and then my active duty fell through because my paperwork didn't get processed. And right. now like I got this new job, but it's here. And, you know, so it, it is really difficult to right. like, you know, make that adjustment. Um, so yeah, like I, it, it, it may, that, that may have been, had something to do with it. It could have been a contributing yeah. factor. I mean, I'll never truly know because I, I don't speak to her anymore. Oh, I mean, I'm sure she's going to listen. Uh, Somebody's going to yeah, tell her, and I'm sure she'll listen. Well, and I mean, if, uh, if any of this is not true, she could call me on it, but these are all things absolutely. that actually happened. Absolutely. We want to rebuttal <laughs> segments. No, I know. I, I don't ever want to uh, speak to her. No, no, I'll host it. <laughs> no, please, uh, please no. But one of, the, one of the rumors that was spread about me um, was also that I started doing stand-up comedy just to hook up with girls. You don't um, like girls. Uh, no. Women. I mean, you don't... Uh, ouch. <laughs> no, and that was, uh, that was one of the rumors that was uh, being spread. Um, and one of the women they were talking about was uh, one of the first comics I, I befriended in the scene. And who's, who's problematic? That, 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 that girl's problematic. Uh, and the thing that happened between me and her... And I've never really talked about this before. Was she problematic or was the circumstances problematic? It was it was both. Honestly, and that's what I'm trying to get into right now, is a lot of people kind of like talk shit about her, and I totally get that. And even when I was hanging out with her, um, she was saying things. I was like, that is definitely a lie. What you're saying right now is a lie. Um, she's like a chronic liar, you know? And I think that's that's definitely like a mental thing. That is not something that she can control. I know that when she was saying a lot of these things, I could tell that she actually believed, I would say like 90, 90% of it, she believed. She wasn't trying to spread lies. Like that's why she gets so heated is because she's believing that. And so I already acknowledge that. And I will admit that in the beginning, absolutely, I thought she was cute. And I, I considered dating her for sure. But then as time like kind of progressed and uh, I didn't really think it was feasible, you know, I knew that she was like uh, kind of dating around and stuff like that. And you also, and also didn't want her to be like a rebounder, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, that whole conflict. That and so like, I just, I already accepted that she had some mental issues, some very, very strong ones. But I'm used to women with mental issues, and well, that's fine. You know, the, I, I don't, I don't see any problem with that. But the problem was, a well, lot man. of, a lot of thirsty dudes were taking advantage of that, and kind of, and it was, it, it, it. Exacerbates the situation. Like if this were a normal person, her only fault necessarily was that she was like uh, she was uh, like a pretty girl. Because basically, if the, she was like a little bit uglier or anything like that, no dudes would be trying to 
enabler. It was essentially what was happening. All these thirsty guys would just like they would swarm her and they would enable her. They'd be like, yeah, those people are just shitty. They're talking shit about you. And then really no one gave her like the chance to have like a, a decent frame. Uh, a framework for what was actually happening. They were just enabling her paranoia. Yeah. You know, so, which is not healthy for her. And I mean, it was like, these thirsty dudes are just like, you can't just say whatever you want. I mean, so, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot to unpack, but I don't know. My, my thing is like, especially when it gets into like lies and truth and things like that, you know I mean? Again, I, I don't necessarily believe that if there is an objective truth, no person can actually know it. Right. right. And, and, you know, kind of like what we were talking about before, somebody's truth you know, if it's true to them, you know what I mean? Like it feels real. Yeah. And, and, and I, I not being in anybody else's shoes, I can't tell somebody else like, unless, you know, it's something I have firsthand knowledge of. I don't even know that if I exist, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm just going along with the fucking Absolutely. Myth. You know, y- y- reality is perception. Yeah. Basically. And we all are perceiving things differently than each other. We don't even necessarily know if we're perceiving things the same way as each other. And honestly, uh, we're definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> you are perceiving something different than me to varying degrees, uh, maybe vastly, maybe minimally, uh, but we're definitely not perceiving things exactly the same. And so for her, it was just like she, a lot of people, uh, mostly thirsty men in the scene, were enabling her delusions instead of like encouraging her to get kind of help that she needed. And uh, so she would just like buy into it and stuff like that. And I honestly, that's not why I stopped being friends with her. I, I accepted that. And then I started seeing someone. I said, I, 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 had, I had dinner with her. And uh, I was like, she was talking about this promotion she got, and it was really cool. And then I started talking about, I was like, oh, I got big news too. I met someone. And then I was like, I'm going to start seeing her. And then she was like quiet for a second. And she was like, I don't think I like that. And I was like, what? And she was like, well, uh, I think I I like you. And I was like, well, um, we can be adults about this and still be friends. And it's fine. You know, and she was like super against it. She was like, no, I can't do it. And I was like, well, you're going to have to. So I spent the whole rest of the night arguing with her about her. I was like, you cannot not be my friend. And then um, she finally conceded. She apologized, whatever, uh, for being uh, crazy. And then, like, a day later, I told Women the girl I was that. seeing. I told the girl. This was fucked up. Is I told the girl that I started seeing about it. And she's like, I don't want you to be friends with someone who wanted to date you. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fair. I don't know why I told you. <laughs> and then so I, I wow. have to respect the person who I'm seeing. I'm, I'm super monogamous, and I don't want to put the person I'm seeing in. I don't want to disrespect them in any way, and I don't want them to make feel uncomfortable, especially since that particular relationship was long distance. So I, there was too many factors already, especially since I had already told that girl who lived in Nebraska that I was, like, going through a divorce, and I, I, there was just too many factors, and so I ended up just kind of ghosting uh, the comic not optimal. I, I know, I know, I know. It was bad, and but that's the thing. As I always told people after that, I was like, "Listen, I know that what she did to you guys was a hundred percent true, but this is the one scenario where I truly feel like I was the bad one in this one. I totally ghosted her. She tried to confront me about it. She's like, uh, and you've been avoiding me.' I was like, "No, I haven't," and then I just didn't talk to her ever again. Uh, and that was on me. So I totally told him I was like, "She can say one thing that's bad about me," and I was totally being a bad friend. It's a hundred percent true. I always feel bad about it. At the same time, you can't help everybody. No, but but at the same time, you can be honest with people. And when you tell her, when you argue with her for hours about like, 
no, you have to be my friend. Right. And yeah, then I I felt so bad. you turn around and ghost that person. I know. It was like it that's was, that's worse than raising your voice. <laughs> yeah, that was Pop. that was really fucked up on my part. And I actually feel super guilty about it. So you should um, just apologize. However, she did right spread now. some weird rumors about me. Nah, and I, I and I that blew my mind because that's how I know she's a chronic liar. Because like she could have told the truth and I would have like honestly I would have been like, Yeah, she's right. I was being a bad friend. I totally ghosted her. Um, you know. But uh the the lie was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but at the was same bananas. time, was the lie funnier? It was hilarious, and uh, TJ uh, was super pissed. He's like, why is your fake backstory so much more interesting than mine? That's what I'm saying. You guys are comics, man. You have to, you have to give her some artistic Dude, license. You have to give her some artistic license. My rep went up so high, maybe it was like her a last gift to me. So I don't know. But you you cool. have to give her artistic license. She's a comic. She gets to, you know, let's say... Uh, Exaggerates, you know, adjust, you know, illustrate the truth. <laughs> illustrate the truth. Yeah. yeah. So that, so that was that whole thing. And I've never really talked to people about it. And, and that's all. Honestly, my my honest thoughts on that girl is that she's just an un, she's an unfortunate product of mental illness. And uh, guys will keep feeding into it, and she'll keep going there know. because guys will keep telling her what she wants to hear instead of telling her, "Hey, listen." You need to get therapy. I, These are paranoid delusions. You're causing trouble for yourself, um, uh, which or don't do that, but don't enable her. Yeah, but you here's know? the thing. I, I'm gonna like interject. Like, first off, no one person is I, is is comprised of one singular identity. You know what I mean? Like, like there's probably a lot going on there that nobody on earth knows of. You know what I mean? And and you know, right. obviously, mentalness. I think everybody's crazy. Everybody has some form of mental illness, whether it's diagnosed or not. And you're always going to have people that, for their own benefit, right. are going to take advantage of people, or, or you know, even even like because of their own mental illness. Like these thirsty guys, they they might not be bad actors. You know what I mean? They may truly believe that she needs like support and encouragement, right? And and they're, know, so in their mind, they're the hero. They're the one <laughs> trying to do the you know. They're Absolutely, the one trying I know. To it's save it's, the world. it's a very thin line. Yeah. You know? like, it's a very, very so thin line. Uh, I, I'm sure a lot of these dudes thought that they were just like supporting their friend. But there's a difference, thirsty. but Who knows? there is a, there is a huge difference between supporting a friend and enabling their toxic behavior. And I think people need to understand that. Like, if your friend is thinking a lot of things that aren't actually true, you need to set them straight right away so they don't live their lives in constant fear of something that's not there. You know? Yeah. It's rough, and it's a it's a it's a lesson I've learned over uh, countless friendships over time. But some people they 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 want you to forgive them. They'll do something, you'll forgive them, and you think you're being a good friend, but you're really just enabling them to do it over and over again. That's the only thing that you're teaching them is that they can do it, and then eventually it'll be okay anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, the the one thing I've learned through the many many years of you know therapy that I've been in um, is basically you can only control your actions. You cannot change anybody. You know, you can you can straight up be like, look, this is how this person is. I can choose to have this person in my life, or I can choose not have this person in my life. Like you, you can't. Right. You can you can ask that person, like, hey, do you want help not being the way you are? And the person's like, what do you mean? I like the way I am. Okay, then, <laughs> you know, bye. Right. Uh, like, Absolutely. Like, and it, I, it's I, shitty. It and, sucks. And I think if you are seeing someone with like suffering from some kind of mental illness of some kind, you got to kind of accept them for who they are. Um, as a friend or as a as a, or as a partner. Yeah, you know, and uh, I know a lot of the women I've dated have, have had several different things going on. I remember I dated that uh, a lot of the women I've dated actually suffered self harm. Maybe you were crazy. Oh, that that does speak to something that's 
weird with me. <laughs> I want to say something fucked up, but I don't want to. <laughs> well, either, either, I want to say something really. Fu- either oh, you're either you're a sexual predator or you have white knight syndrome. No, it's not that. You have some mother issues that are unresolved. And some da- father issues, some daddy issues. You got some stuff going on, Chris. I don't even like right. to talk about that guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you, you know, like glass houses and stones and shit. Yeah, I, no, I, I get that. I totally get that there's stuff wrong with me. I'm a, I'm a weird guy. I'm not... Uh, we are the I'm, strange. In, uh, in, yes, I, I am okay. a strange person. I have like weird... T- I, I'm not like a jealous person. So like I won't do things like go through your phone or like constantly check up on you or anything like that. However, I will get weird about you saying certain phrases or being like, it, or or how somebody dresses, perhaps. Uh, potentially, I, I'm a big fan of of mutual respect and in a partnership and talking things out and stuff like that. And if you betray that, that really really bothers me. Um, I know that certain people have certain like, a lot of people are a little bit looser with certain things. Like I know a lot of dudes are okay with your with their significant others uh with like their girlfriend making out with other girls because they think in their heads it doesn't count Mm. but for me i'm like i do not like that at all i think that that my girlfriend is now making out with another person man you're you're really jealous i don't even care if my girlfriend. Uh, that's not jealousy thing that's i I don't care if my girlfriend makes out with other guys you're a crazy person or no that's not you're i'm king shaming now there's nothing wrong with being in an open relationship but i know that you're not i know that you're not in an open relationship i'm just saying i'm okay with it yeah you're okay with it that's why you're a crazy person this is not a kink you just (laughs) this is not something you guys talked about no and i know that uh, yeah i I know but what i'm saying is i'd say if it's it's a if it's an understanding and you guys have talked about it absolutely but a lot of a lot of people and a lot of women are guilty about this where they'll be like oh I made out with a girl it's fine it doesn't count it doesn't or I made count. out with a gay guy and that doesn't count for some reason it wasn't real I made out with a gay guy it was like his penis was real mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so it seemed pretty real to me you know and it's, it seems so crazy to me but I, like I said if that's a conversation you had absolutely more power to you I would never judge anything what like if, that what if she's like sending you a text message like immediately prior to prior to and you'd be like, hey, uh, if this I is was like, happen. yeah, if I was like okay with it, but I know a lot of people that just assumed and did it without asking, and yeah. I think that's a big no-no. Well, I mean, to be fair, then that that's that's a plausible deniability circumstance because you didn't specifically tell them that wasn't okay. Well, you know, that's that's an argument that they use. Yeah, I didn't tell you that wasn't okay. I also didn't tell you to stab me. I just hope that you don't. Yeah, but if you don't tell me not to. You can't get mad at me when I do. <laughs> uh, okay, right, 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 just for the record, Tony, please do not stab me. Or kiss other people when I'm around. <laughs> no, but I've, I've been in that situation before where uh, a girl has cheated on me because she thought I would be okay. And I was like, I'm, not, I'm totally not okay with that. Plus, I don't like the narrative that a lot of dudes have. It's like, oh, I, I, they see women as sex objects, and that's why they're okay with it. It's not necessarily that they're okay with their partner doing it with someone else. Is that they're okay with them making out with other women because they do not value them on the level that they need to. They're like, oh, it's just well, hot when they I, do I, I think they just don't see them as a, as a, as a threat in terms of, like, you know, the, the mating dynamics of, of human beings. Like, you know, like the mating dynamics of a heterosexual couple is, you know, yes, primary attraction. Like, like I'm dating a girl. Her primary attraction is men, right? She may want to dabble, with women, but she, you know, her primary <laughs> like is going to be men, you know, like, like, is that like how you're always trying to dabble with me? Uh, <laughs> got me. <laughs> yes. No, I mean like legitimately, um, I, I feel like, yeah, sexuality is definitely a spectrum. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I believe that. And, and, you know, 
I personally, and that's one of the reasons I don't care if, you know, if I'm dating somebody, as long as they're honest with me and they tell me what's going on, like, you know, I don't expect you to, I think it's unrealistic. And that's why I think a marriage is fatally flawed is because the idea that you can stand in front of a room full of people and say, I'm never going to want to kiss anybody but this person right here, and I'm never gonna, that's a fucking, that is insanity to me. That is crazy that either you're never going to want to, right, or you're going to lie to yourself and pretend like you don't want to, or you're going to want to and just be in denial of it. I think it's fine to, to want to or, or whatever, but obviously it's a different story to act upon them uh, without yep. your, your, your partner's, your, yeah, without your partner's consent. Um, but I think with, uh, the way a lot of old school people think is that it's okay with, you know, I don't even to ask him about it. I'm just going to do it because it's just another girl, you know? And I, I, I really, uh, I don't like that way of thinking. Well, I really think it's important to talk to your partner, uh, beforehand. I, I agree with you on that. Communication is probably the most important. I'm just saying that's also, you know, depends on how they've been socialized. Cause if, if their entire life, every guy they've ever dated hasn't cared if right. they've and made that's out with, usually then the they've case, been honestly. they've been kind of um, trained they've they've been kind of you know in, in uh, not institutionalized but they've been kind of socialized right, right to thinking that you know making out with a girl doesn't count so if your rules are different than their socialization you know they're they're not wrong to assume that you would be like every other guy they've dated right so that 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 does put kind of an onus on you to set your boundaries of of what you, Fair. how you define and, the relationship and I've learned that a lot so that's why I'm a lot more. Like, I do a lot of preventative maintenance. Like, with uh, with Amber, I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> please don't do that to Good me. Good call. Uh, please don't do that to me. Uh, that would be awful. What is her position on you making out with guys? Um, she does not want that. Thank Have God. Have you asked? But what, I think it's Have more important, asked, like, though? what I want, mm. and I also don't want that. I'm, I'm <laughs> I have not asked. It hasn't come up. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> I was just checking. Uh, just, 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 you know, just, just taking the temperature of the room. Uh, no, I, I want to say, even if she considered it, not, it's even, hard to tell. Even if she considered it to be uh, not cheating, I would consider it cheating, um, unless, unless we were somehow all involved. I, you know, if if everyone's involved and it's like an equal partnership, uh, I'm totally okay with that. Uh, that. Except for the part where I, uh, part where I have to make out with a guy, I really don't want to do that. Well. <laughs> You know, my, my, my thing is like, for me, just as long as the rules are the same, you know what I mean? Like that, that's my thing. Like, I don't, I don't feel like there should be one set of rules for one person and one set of rules for another person. No. Yeah. No, the rules absolutely have to be the same. Like if you want to be able to, you know, dabble, then, then then I should be able to dabble. The other person should be able to as well. And, you know, unless there's like, unless there's like some weird understanding where like they personally don't want to, but are totally okay with you doing that. That's, that's a different story, but, but it has to be that It, it can't be like, oh, this person can you know it's not fair to that person if they want to but then don't that's the other thing i don't want somebody to be like faithful to me like out of obligation yeah no absolutely like, not. that's why i give them permission to do whatever they and that want. was that was one of the things i want to do with something else i, I talked about it before I, I got married i was like listen i know that you're you're kind of a free spirit and i totally think that's okay um but if you if that's not out of your system yet and you want to still sleep around with other people and stuff like that then we probably shouldn't get married and she was she told me that she was fine with it you know, um, I don't think that was actually the truth. Eventually, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I asked. Remorse. Uh, buyer's remorse, maybe. Uh, who knows? But I, I think it's okay. Like, I had. Uh, I think it's important that the rules are the same for everybody. I totally, I totally agree with that. Like, I, I had a threesome once, and uh, I made sure to let her know that it's like I'm not really into guys, so 
I know you're looking at me <laughs> perplexed. Puppy dog eyes. I'm not really into guys, uh, so th- it would never happen a different way. Like she was by uh, the girl at the time. I won't say who it was, but uh, the girl was by, and she was like cool with it. And then, uh, but I was like, let her know. I was like, I, I will never be a guy, a guy, and a girl. Because that's just, I'm just not into guys. To be fair, I'm not into guys either. You just have really soft features. Uh, that's fair. I get that a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's part of my boyish charm. But uh, and she was fine with it. She understood. Like, it, if I was into guys, absolutely. But I'm only into girls. So if that, if you think that's unfair and you would not want part of it because of it, then we don't have to do it. Absolutely not. You know, I would not, and I never would pressure anyone to do anything they didn't want to do. Like, that's super important to me that you're comfortable. You tell me to stop hitting on you all the time. That's different. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, anyways, ended up being awful anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, It was not good. Uh, I should have been there. uh, No, no, that's, I just got done explaining it to you why that would never, ever happen. (laughs) No, you said three, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ but uh, I, I think that conversation needs to happen just to be sure and I think a conversation with your partner in general about any all the things that they're comfortable with once you know that you're going to date this person for a really long time I think it's like mega mega important maybe I still think it's important even in, in the beginning you know uh, yeah I, I definitely uh, would agree with that. that and that's that's honestly like my big thing is you know um, I could have saved myself a lot of time and, and don't get me wrong I don't regret any of the relationships I've had because you know like, I don't date people at all unless I see, like, a serious potential for it to be, like, a, you know, long-term. Like, I like, I, I I used to have a much better, higher opinion of monogamy, you know? Like, this this whole, you know, marriage is, um, I guess, like, illogical or, or unrealistic. Like, that that's, I used to be way more idealistic and way less pragmatic than I am now, so... Like, I was very, very much about, like, you know, I want I want to marry my best friend. I want to marry one person. Right. I want to spend the rest of my life with them. Um, you know, I was, I was very idealistic. I don't think it's practical, but I didn't used to be as practical as I am. But, you know, the, I do sometimes think back of, like, you know, I was in a relationship, and three months in, there were some really serious warning signs, and I still just was always, you know, like a little engine that could, you know, like, oh, you know, if we just love harder, right. love harder, I not to. That's, that's the thing that bugs me about uh, what people's people's ideals of relationships, stuff like that. It's like I keep seeing these posts on Facebook. It's like we worked it out, you know, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, if you guys aren't having – if you guys have to work so hard to be together, should you guys really be together? I, I, I think it should be easy wow. to care about someone, you know, to love the person and treat them well. Like if guys – if things you're are wrong. going okay, they should be – really? Yeah, you're wrong. I don't like that. Let me, let me get just t- – I'm just going to break this down. First off, should, right? Should is a bullshit word. Should doesn't real. Should is a, like uh, should is should is wishful thinking. Should it does not actually exist, right? Should is an idealization. It's not even a real thing. But why are we normalizing people fighting so much in a relationship and having to work so hard? Because relationships are work. Because but people, and, and people, people in that same that's any relationship that's friendship. That's parent. No, I will not lose friendship. No, no. As soon as you piss me off, tell no, no. me you're I, done. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that is hundred percent no, true. Like you got to. I'm saying you got to make time for your friends. You have to make time. You have to make effort. You know. No, like, and that's maybe fine. Maybe they're but having a party, not, but that, and you're I not feeling like I wouldn't going. consider that work. That's no, just but something. it is. Like, like you have to put in effort. You have to put in like elbow grease. You have to like make time, make effort to to maintain a relationship. Otherwise, people just drift apart. That is the natural state. No, I absolutely the agree with that. Being is just drifting apart. But I think what people are saying when they say they need to work on it is like we got to keep fighting. 
and just talk it out and always be fighting. Like, if you guys are fighting so much, I really think you guys should call it quits. If you guys are fighting so much, it's affecting your lives. I, I you gotta really think: is it? Is this? Are you happy? I should have called it quits on every relationship I've ever had. Like immediately. You know, like, I've never not had a relationship because I'm a very confrontational, assertive yes. person. Yeah, you sure where are. Where, like, if somebody says something that, that you know, is, is offensive or, or I find, like, you know, I'll be like, hey, I, uh, this is this is what you said, right? This is how I took that. You know, did you intend to say it like that? Because I took that as, you know, like, to be, like, attacking me or to be, you know, unnecessarily critical or right. whatever it is. You know, like, I don't like being passive or passive-aggressive, you know, I, I'm very much like, hey, like, let's, there's an issue, it needs to be resolved. And, and a lot of times that's not healthy either because some shit you just have to ignore. I, I, I totally get that, but don't I, hold grudges. I just don't think that, I, I, I just don't like the idea of people staying in toxic relationships just because they think that it's, it's their job to work it out. You know, it's, it's a very thin line between being lazy and just being in a toxic relationship. I, I, and that's kind of like my underlying point is I feel like, Every relationship is toxic <laughs> to a degree. Well, right? like, maybe, Every, yeah, I like, guess. Like, relationships are like meat, right? You got to keep them refrigerated or they spoil. That was a terrible analogy, but that I'm was, sticking with it. That was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, like legitimately, relationships are, are fucking poison. Like, like you know, um, familiarity breeds contempt, Right. The, the more familiar, the more intimate you know somebody, the more time you spend with them. Like, you first meet somebody, they have a laugh, you don't notice it, doesn't even, you don't even notice it. You move in with that person, you know, their laugh is endearing. You live with that person for three years, you fucking hate the sound of their laugh, and every time they do it, you want to fucking murder yourself. Yeah. Like, like the, the, you know, that's just, to me, human nature is... I guess that's true. You know, for things that shouldn't matter, like, to, for you to focus on the wrong things, you know, and... and to focus, you know, some people have a easier time than others with like finding the positive, and then some people really struggle because they're just pre-wired through their lifetime experience to focus on negative things. Like, yeah. and but I, I, yeah, I feel like every relationship I have is work, and if I didn't work at them, I wouldn't have those relationships. The relationships I don't work at don't exist. They're people that are gone from my life. They're people that gone just fucking disappeared <laughs> Thanos snapped away yeah exactly like like those are the people where I didn't work at that relationship right I mean there's a, there's a bunch of people I'll just try to cut out from my life in general you but know? no I don't even try to it's just osmosis you know science it's science you absorb them let me tell you about that no science on this podcast not after the first episode people were very confused by that episode <laughs> but our I will say that you, your episode got more views than the, than the last one which well, TJ was in that does not surprise me but TJ has a face for TV not radio you know I mean? <laughs> it's like, and that was a weird that was another compliment wrapped in an insult no it was a compliment wrapped in a compliment yeah well you did you, you did say he was good uh, you're implying that he's good looking I mean, yeah, I, I, I think people don't like to listen to him because he isn't smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to kill you once he hears this. <laughs> but if you look at him, you know, you, like, you just hear wah, 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 but you're just kind of enraptured by his, like, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. And it's hard to trust. It's hard to trust people with everything that's going on with dating culture now. And it's like all hookup culture and stuff like that. You know, like I, even the girl I was seeing in Nebraska, she thought I was like, because I was in bars all the time. She was like, hey, you're probably talking to all these comedy bitches. I was like, I'm talking to like 
Tony Lazowski about his wife and I mean, kids. Technically, Tony Lazowski is a comedy bitch. <laughs> no, I, I love Tony Lazowski. He's a great guy. I but do like, too. That's who I'm spending my time with. It wasn't like there's no comedy bitches like talking about. Yeah, all, all your comedy groupies. Who does she think like you are? Not that many people find me desirable. I think I was very flattered. As like I think I think that's great that you think that women aren't here talking to me. I do, I can't. Speak to that. That's not. That's not what's happening. Yeah, I mean, that's the you real know? reason you quit your band was because you wanted to get the comedy groupies. So yeah, that was your that, real motivation. I wanted to get the comedy groupies, comedy bitches. Oh my god, that girl was. She, that girl made me laugh. She had a, a bunch of issues too, but those were rightfully so. So I, I don't even fault her for what went down. But um, I just, I always laughed at that when she was like, she would act jealous. I was like, jealous of. Hey, man, I'm talking to Mike Rimley. Every like, time, every <laughs> time you start saying issues, I'm just going to tell you like. Resentments and insecurities. That's yeah. that's that equals a human being. Like you yeah, have them, I have them. Everybody has them. Yeah, you know. That's true. You not? Do you have them? Yes. You don't carry yourself that way. No, it's because like <laughs> like every like I I actually used to visualize like actual demons. Like you know, everyone has those voices in their heads that like tell them like, oh, you know, you're you're ugly. You're you know like like you're you're not attractive or you're not talented. You're not going to succeed. You're gonna like everyone has those demons in their head. The the, the doubt, the fear. You know the 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 self loathing, the insecurities, the inadequacies. Like everyone has those. There's yeah. like something in your brain that fucking tries to destroy right. yourself. I'm gonna finish your thought. So you use those things and you exploit their weaknesses to control them. That's what you're saying. That's what you're gonna say, right? No. And then <laughs> no, no. I was, I was actually, like like so 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 this. I'm like visualizing these like as actual demons, right? Right. Like, in my head. So basically, what I do is I tie those motherfuckers up and I like chain them into the fucking basement of my fucking subconscious and I like go in there uh, you know 20 minutes a date and I beat the shit out of them this to keep a, them in line this is a bad narrative no it's a great narrative and I the way I do this right is by you know fake it till you make it you know like I, I, I compliment myself yeah right people think I'm arrogant people think I'm conceited I have tons of insecurities but I take that insecurity and I, I visually like confront it and I say, you know what? No, you're not unattractive. You're not a failure. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, 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 you know, you have to build yourself up. The whole world is going to tear you down. And that, that's how I deal with insecurities. So, yo, I don't, I appreciate that. You don't think I carry myself as someone with those, but I definitely do. But I, you know, it's like, you have to work on that relationship with yourself the same way every relationship, even relationship with yourself. If you don't work on it, it will be fucking poison. You know, right. like, I, it fucking drives me crazy because a lot of people think, oh, everybody should just love themselves. It shouldn't be work. You know, relationships should be easy. No, right. nothing's easy. Life is fucking work. You gotta, yeah, you gotta work for it. You gotta work for that kind of uh, positive energy. I, every morning when I get up, I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself that's gonna be okay because I like to start out the day with a lie. <laughs> I also like to deal with everything with hu- using and humor. A joke. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's how that's how that goes. Look Pe- at- people love yourselves. More importantly, forgive yourselves. All right, love yourself. Yeah, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. You know, unless and that you, goes unless, you. unless you have a really bad personality, no, then you should definitely change. Work on it, but forgive yourself. Work on it. Like, like and that's that's what I'm getting at for you, though. You know, like yes, I have a good personality. No, 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 that's you, not what I'm talking about. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying with your relationships, right? Yes, you've been a shitty person in the past. Yeah. I have. Yes, you haven't been a perfect husband or a perfect boyfriend or a perfect son or a perfect brother, right? You haven't done those things. Yeah. Right. And I'm not trying to bring you down. 
Just yeah, I'm, wipe, I'm waiting for the part where it's still tears. good. And wipe you away just the tears. Then you just stop. <laughs> I'm waiting for the I'm, good I'm part. I'm just saying, for, <laughs> what forgi- the fuck? forgive yourself, man. Like, it's okay. You're not perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, say it. Like, I forgive myself. Yeah, I'll say it. Yeah. You don't have to say it on the air. That's yeah, really intimate. Yeah. I forgive myself. But it's really easy. I will never forgive you. All right, yeah, let's open this cookie. Let's right. get into the, the last bit of this. Words of Confucius. <laughs> This just says your life will be happy and peaceful. Wise. Uh, I hope it's not, honestly, because I, I prefer uh, struggle. I, I, I wouldn't be happy in a world where everything just went my way. That's boring. It's true. I like earning the things that I earn. I like tricking people into liking me. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I prefer to work for the things. I, I I would be so bored if things were just handed to me. That doesn't seem like a good time to me at all. And that's part of the utopia talk we got into before, was I need to earn the things that I get because it's boring to me when uh, there's no risk. Uh, on you know? the other side of that coin, you know, I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. But I also think life is hard enough, and you don't have to make it harder for yourself. Also true. Right? I'm not saying make it. <laughs> like, like, we, don't have to, we don't have to fucking play with hardcore mode on this. I'm not. I'm okay. not no, I'm not. I'm not saying make it harder. Okay. I'm just saying it makes me appreciate the things that I accomplish. Yes. That's all. Please do not make it harder. Please, whatever is happening, do not make it harder for me. If you're in control of that, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Tony, thank you so much coming on again uh super touchy feely it was it was a weird i don't i'm probably not gonna post this but (laughs) (laughs) but thank you i'm sorry it's so hot down here i don't care i like it uh you're sweating you have a nice it's it's so hot down here you you put up with it you're you're a really good friend and i I, like i said i appreciate that you came out here i really appreciate it i really am pretty uh you know it's almost like i should have been best man maybe maybe you will at the next one or the one after. Or the one after. No, I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping this is it. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, oh, and I made a boo-boo uh, the past couple of podcasts. I said send in your strange stories to wearethestrange uh, at gmail.com. But that is for uh, something that was like for a movie. So don't do that. Uh, send it instead to the correct Gmail, which is wearethestrangepodcast at gmail.com. Um, because, uh, if you have been sending them, I have not been getting them. So please send them to we are the strange podcast at gmail.com. Uh, all right. Say goodbye, Tony. Goodbye, Tony. I hate you.